Life is full of questions. It's full of twists, turns, and complex issues to try to figure out. You need answers. Welcome to The Financial Answer with Nathan O'Brien. Hit it. You'll hear us discuss the pitfalls and common investing mistakes we see people make and encourage you to think about solutions to some of the problems and question marks you might face in your own financial life. So let's get to the show. Welcome in to the final edition of the Financial Answer, but just for this year, just for 2022. Throw that in. That's right. We are into uh, later December here, and the year is winding down. So we're going to finish off this podcast uh, year with naughty or nice conversation. Mm, Nathan, I think we did something similar. Yeah, the naughty list. (laughs) I think we did something similar a couple years ago, but we did it around products. I think it was financial products. Oh, okay. Um, This time, I'm going to do it around financial advisors being mm. naughty or nice with some mm. behavior scenarios. <laughs> Somebody's on the bad list. That's right. Not necessarily. So <laughs> Maybe. But we're going to yeah. have some fun okay. with that. But you doing all right, my friend? I'm doing great. Yeah, doing yeah. great. I love this time of year, of course. It's it's always great. And Thanksgiving's great. Christmas is great. It's You're it's fun, you're so. an end-of-the-year holiday kind of guy? Yeah, yeah, that's Nothing right. I that. am. So it's, it's good. And also the trout fishing is amazing mm. this time of year. So mm. hopefully get to do some more of that before the year's up. So A little, a little chilly, uh, too. It's nice. Yes, yeah. it's perfect. Does that for, help? Uh, does that help with the fish when it it's does. chilly? Yeah. yeah, it does. It does. It's a good time of year for that. Okay, so I, very cool. I love it. Yep. Okay, very cool. <laughs> so yeah, as I said, this is going to be our final episode for 2022. We'll be back in January with new episodes as well. But we thought we'd just kind of in the Christmas spirit, we would kind of do this little uh, you know check it twice kind of thing. And I basically just got some scenarios, and, and these are, they might be real, they may be imagined either way. Uh, but we're just going to kind of, I'm going to toss <laughs> okay. them out to you, and you tell okay. us was the advisor naughty, was the advisor nice? Okay. And then maybe All just right. a little explanation as to why. Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, should be fun. Should be perfect. Easy. All right, here's the first scenario for you a client usually meets with their advisor once a year. Every November. That's their calendar yearly appointment. Okay. okay. They do it in November. Yeah. But yeah, this okay. is the year the client is retiring in May. And they have wanted to meet early. They wanted to meet in May to make sure everything was in order, you know, for the retirement to get kickstarted and get off on the right foot. So the advisor then says, well, great, this will count as our yearly meeting and I'll see Mm, you next year. Is that advisor being naughty or nice? I mean, so, yeah, I mean, that's probably okay. That's nice, I would say. I mean, if that's if that's what the uh, what the client was needing at the time, that's fine. So, it, you know, I don't I don't know. I think you said they let off the meeting like that. That's kind of not nice. But uh, yeah, if you but, start, yeah, uh, if you started it that way, yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I was thinking right. I was thinking about this. If the require the client wants to start talking early in May because they're getting ready to retire, yeah, yeah, and right. the advisor's like, well, do you? I think it'd be different. If the, does this does this work for you for our yearly meeting, or do well, you? If still they're want retiring it? in June or July, right. then yeah, the, the May meeting is necessary. Sure, think, exactly. But uh, but and you know, do that you want first, to still meet in November? Because maybe that's they do. right. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and and that first couple of years are critical times with retirement. So. Typically, you know, right before you're, you're having multiple meetings okay. and leading up to retirement and then right after making sure that things are in order. So, you know, and on track. So, I mean, I don't know. I, you know, maybe, in this situation, maybe, it's kind of hard to tell. But, maybe it's a little right. naughty maybe if you're so. not giving, yeah. them, the, the, yeah, giving them, right. them the preference. With maybe. the option. So, okay. um, yeah, there's wasn't wasn't enough details there. But. Okay, my bad, my bad. <laughs> uh, I think, yeah, once we kind of expanded on that a little bit, and, and I get it, no, right? So I when you're that's right. when you're first going into retirement, and I guess that brings me to the question for you is, is do clients kind of they feel a little better seeing you a little more often in yeah, those early no, well, days I mean, of retirement? 
And I feel better also. I okay. think they do as well, but I do also because, you know, I mean, there's just things that a lot of times, you know, if we're just having one or two meetings a year for the 10 years before they retire, okay? Right. And we're getting Which is to the that normal point. annual review. Yeah, that's yeah. normal. That's pretty normal stuff there. Um, so we're doing that. Well, a lot of times people have things that they think that they told me that they didn't tell me, you know? So, so typically that year before they retire, we know when that's going to happen and, okay. and, or when we're planning on that happening anyway. And so that year before we're going to meet at least once a quarter, probably talking more often than that. We'll meet, you know, that often, but probably talk more often than that, just to make sure that everything has been discussed. Everything is in, on, you know, on track for what we are trying to accomplish here. And, does everything look good? There's a lot more to it than just the investment nest egg is where it needs to be. You know, yeah. there's there's a lot more to it than that. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's necessary. And then the first two years of retirement are critical, you know, based on returns. So if you oh, had retired yeah. last year and this was your first full year of returns that you got this year, that can, that can cause some stress on a retirement plan. So you want to make sure that that's on track and reviewed. And, and you do this stuff ahead of time, of course, and test the plan, um, you know, but you still want to review it during this process and make sure that it's still going to turn out good. Yeah. And so um, that's, that's important as well. And cause we don't know, you know, as advisors, we can't see the future you, you just like no one can. Right. And so we don't know what's going to happen next. So we, we just throw out all these scenarios and say, what if, yeah. you know, and, and run that through and see what works. Yeah. Only the magic eight ball has that power. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. That's the only one. And, so. and I, yeah, I think that's a good way of looking at it. So yeah, if, if an advisor was to be like, hey, this is going to count as our yearly meeting, see you next year, <laughs> that's probably naughty. When you're uh, that close to retirement, it probably yeah. is. Yeah. But I think that, yeah. you know the nice aspect would be saying, would you like this to count? Is Are you com- Are you good? Or do you want to still come right. back in November no, as well? That's and that's right. fine. So, and there's nothing wrong yeah. with that. Yeah. Yeah. And, have, and again, that's all communication, right? So that's communication and expectations True. as well. True. So okay. I missed the first one. Let's, ah, let's, do, better on right. the, let's do better on that. Let's do better on necessarily. <laughs> you didn't necessarily miss it. You just uh, I just didn't do a good job setting it up. Oh, you're good. <laughs> all right. Let's do number two. Uh, a prospective right. client calls to make an appointment with a financial professional to discuss working together, but is told that advisor has asset minimums, which the client, the prospective client, does not meet. So this is the question. Are asset minimums (laughs) naughty or nice? And my first thought, Nathan, to that is there's only so many hours in a day. Yeah. Like you can't help everybody, especially if you're a boutique firm like you are. No, that's right. You know, so I I feel like this one is not, this is not naughty. I feel like this is is appropriate. I think people can get the feeling, though, that the advisor is being demeaning or naughty to them or whatever, you know, at that point. But that truly is not the case. I mean, as advisors, we want to do the best job for our clients that we possibly can. And as a fiduciary, you have to. Yes, that's exactly right. As a human, you want to. And as a fiduciary. That's right. And so there are laws that keep us on track for that and make sure that that's the case. And so, you know, we just unfortunately can't work with everyone. And a lot of times those minimums do come into, uh, into place and they're mm-hmm. there for a reason. I mean, you know, it, we, it's not a nonprofit business. It does, we do have to make a profit to stay in business as well. So, right. um, that's why those are there. And, and so a lot of minimums, a lot of advisors have changed to those minimums and use those to oh, yeah. kind of help, you know, help with that process. You know, so. when, when I started doing radio and, and podcast stuff with, uh, with financial advisors, probably 10 years ago now, you know, a lot of them didn't have them at that time. 
And and as the industry changed and as just the volume of people needing help changed, they again a lot of them had to put them in place just simply for the hours. Just simply because they couldn't they couldn't keep up. And there's some firms that are very, very large, right? They have, you know, you know, thirty people working or whatever and have and they can and they they probably they have lower minimums because they can bring on more people. Right. Right. But then there's also boutique firms like yourself and many others that it's like, look, I there's just it's just the two of us. (laughs) Right. Yeah. (laughs) I can't see I can't can't service you know ten thousand clients. No, and even a thousand. I mean that that would be a nightmare for right. me. So, um, I mean we're at we're at two hundred and sixty families now. That's so many. You know, at this point, we're trying to slow. We're actually raising ours next year, um, starting for twenty twenty three, raising our minimums because we just yeah. want to be able to do the best job for everybody, yeah, and we exactly. can't if yeah. we just keep taking on more and more and more clients. It's just not possible. Yeah, you so, know, and I'm glad you brought that up actually because that's that's an interesting interesting thing because like, look, I want to. At this point, your client base has gotten used to a, a level of customer service, right? And so, if I keep bringing people on, and I, you know, I either have to bring on staff, which means they no longer see me, which right, might bother which some, is which, not good. That's not what I want to do. And, and that's the kind, so. right? And that's the style of practice you want to have, right? And so, yeah. some people, many people, probably do work with, and I know tons of folks that with the, with their advisor, some like that boutique aspect because they want to yeah. talk to the person's name that's on the door. You know, that's kind right. of thing. Yep, and others are fine right. being, you know, talking with a junior advisor. And that's okay, and we, too. Yeah, that's right. No, that's right. That's how, you know, that's the the thing about owning your own firm and setting it up like that is you get to decide on that. Mm-hmm. And so I and, like and that so relationship. And so does the client, though, right? I mean, that's true. Yeah. We get to decide yeah. when, we're, when, we, when we start looking for someone, we say, hey, I want to work with a boutique firm or I want to work with a big box firm because yep. I know that someone's always going to be there. Right, exactly. Yeah. 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 Whatever aspect of, you know, like whatever your rationale is. Uh, you have those options. So, yeah, I think this one in this case, uh, the advisor is just actually being appropriate. So, Yeah, I feel, right. feel like that's the case, too. Nice. All right, this one gets a little interesting. How about this? Uh, number three, a 40-year-old client leaves a voicemail to her advisor saying she wants to be invested more conservatively in her IRA because she's worried about the market's performance for the coming year. The advisor <laughs> emails her back within an hour, so you know, quickly getting back to her, saying that those changes have been made accordingly. Mm. Mm. Is this advisor being naughty or nice? Naughty, for naughty. sure. Naughty. Holy moly, yeah, that's and bad. Why so, is that? Yeah, I mean, that, so just a phone call or an email. It's a voicemail, you said, right? Yeah, and that's yeah. It. yeah, so the voicemail, I mean, you have no idea. The advisor has no idea what's going on with that client. That client's only 40, so, I mean... Maybe right. they need to be more conservative, but maybe not. Don't do that. From whole a bunch of stuff That's, to unpack here, right? Yeah, First of all, yeah, what does yeah. what does conservative mean? Right. Well, I think maybe okay. <laughs> let, right. let me back that trolley up for a second. First off. Yeah. That's kind of a that's a that's a compliance violation anyway, right? You have it to is. verify yes, the person, it right? Is. No, that's true. You do, and yeah. so the voicemail. I mean, you probably know the client's voice true. and all of that, and the number. You can see those numbers, so it's probably fine there, compliance okay. wise. Right. But I mean, it, there you definitely didn't do your due diligence as an advisor. Okay. You're definitely yeah. not acting as a fiduciary for that client. In hey, that I made case. the change. I mean, no worries. But, yeah, I mean, but, no. But, but then again, right. like, no. what does conservative even mean to leave? Hey, do me a that's favor, true. Nate. Make yeah. me more conservative. Well, uh, no. We, we need to <laughs> chat about that. Okay, we're going to move you one percent less in stocks. That's <laughs> right. going to be more conservative. That may not be what they want, and that may not be what they need. Yeah. And you know, I mean, there may be 40 years old doesn't necessarily mean that they can handle being super aggressive. We just don't know enough about, you know, that person now. Yeah. But I mean, and what they may be getting close that? to retirement at 40 and they want yeah. to go a little more conservative. So, you know, that's 
there's a lot of scenarios here, but the advisor just automatically doing that is not good. What so, made it? Yeah. What made you want to, you know, back, kind of that pushback? Hey, what makes you want to go more conservative? Yeah. You kind of told me, you kind of said, well, I think the market's going to be bad in, in the upcoming right. year. But right. like, what, what does that constitute? Like, what are we, you that's know, right. what are you trying to accomplish? And that's I mean, where it sounds I, like the advisor is just an order taker and not an advisor. There you go. Know, yeah, in thank, that case. So yeah, that's not good. We'll put that on the naughty list. Yeah. Don't be an order, don't be an order <laughs> yeah. taker, right? Yeah, that's yeah. right. So I'm two for three now. That's all right. All right. There you go. Uh, <laughs> all right. How about uh, the land of testimonials? A prospective client asks for a few testimonials from existing clients before signing on with a new advisor. Okay, you're trying mm. to figure out who to work with. This one's interesting. The advisor yeah. happily provides the testimonials uh, from three different clients, you know, attesting to the satisfaction they've gotten with the, the service. Hmm. Uh, awesome. Is the advisor okay. being naughty or nice? This one's interesting because they they haven't made a decision. They violated yet, they? some rules. They violated yeah. some rules. Yeah, right? they violated some rules that a lot of people just don't understand. I mean, just in you know, really this year, twenty twenty two, financial advisors, fiduciary advisors, anyway, mm-hmm. have uh, have it's been illegal for us to get testimonies or or have testimonies Re- refer- that we get yeah. right uh, for clients that are coming in. So up until this year. Um, so now basically what happened is it's legal now, but there's a lot of rules you have to do with that. And basically it just needs to be positive and negative reviews, um, you know, with that, if you have negative reviews and it can't just be kind of cherry picked like what you were saying mm. here. So, um, I think that's what gets this advisor on that naughty, on the list, naughty there. list. So yeah, just because they, you know, these were things that they were talking about how satisfied they were with, you know, his services or whatever with right. that. And so that's fine. But, you know, really, it's better to just have that out on a public page like Facebook or Google or something like that and look at those mm. testimonies that are there. So because so I know that they've kicked it around a bunch of times. So like from the government standpoint, I know that it was like, well, we're going to this and then they didn't. And then, they, then they, we were going to, they were going to make <laughs> oh, it. Oh, it's been, yeah. Yeah. Been they've kicked that can back years. and forth a ton of times. Yeah. So it sounds, so it sounds as though they may have loosened those restrictions a little bit finally. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they have. And you know, it's fine with that. I like that it has to be, um, you know, it needs to be kind of an unbiased um, view sure. or review. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's good. You know, so, that's the safest way, I think, is probably just throwing it out there on Google and saying, "Hey, review our firm," and letting anybody do that that has any kind yeah, of experience. You, with yeah, because you, so, you have no control, yeah. and it's pros or cons. That's or right. Whatever. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Yeah. Or Facebook can do the same thing. You yeah. know, you you can kind of control it with Facebook, so you got to be careful about what you do there. But um, again, you know, it's just. If nobody in the past, if everybody, if anyone gave testimonials or anything or reviews about a firm, that's all the advisor was going to hand out, even though they weren't supposed to legally. That's still happened. I've always a lot. thought I've always um, thought like testimonials of any industry was kind of funny to me anyway. Like asking, that's it, right, because like is. who's going to give you? Like who's gonna say, yeah, this guy can't stand me. Talk to them, right? <laughs> no, or, you're like, never gonna hear about those, right? So it's kind of like that's that's where the onus comes back. I think to us yeah. looking at any kind of uh, you know business that we want to do work with, say yeah, you know is doing some, right. just doing some uh, research of our own, right? So you can go that's to uh, Fenra.org. Uh, and check some things out about a particular advisor. You can go to yeah, broker that's check. A great site. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, perfect so for there's, that. So there's you ways to vet it I yourself. Mean, that's right. You can see if there's any complaints or regulatory issues or anything like that against the advisor there. And 
and make sure they're an advisor. I mean, oh, dang, there you go. You know, you've seen some of that too. So it's uh, just make sure they're a licensed well, advisor. In the uh, in the world we're in now, yes, so many people slap that brand on there. Yeah. Um, but there's a yeah. big difference, and we've talked about it numerous times. But there's a difference between being somebody who's like insurance only, That's and right. somebody who's who can work on both sides, who can do insurance products and. Uh, you know, equity, stock, sponsor, so that kind of thing, right? So there's right, there's yeah. different yeah. kinds of financial professionals. I suppose that's the way to look at it. So you can also yeah, check right. their licenses. Like what what are they certified to be able to do? If it's insurance that's only, right. then yeah. they can't talk to you about some of those things. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So just be careful about that and, and do your due diligence. Don't just, you know, go buy somebody's recommendation yeah. or anything like that. Referrals are great, of course, yeah. and especially if you know and trust the person that referred that. But still, yeah. do your homework. You know, make right. sure that you've, you've checked out the person that you're going to turn over your life savings to. And it's and it's the holiday time, so don't don't Cousin Eddie it. Don't, uh, <laughs> uh, for those of you That's who right. know Cousin Eddie, uh, yes. Christmas well, vacation. Watch that movie typically three times a year. So <laughs> don't don't just take Cousin Eddie's advice. Uh, <laughs> do your own homework because <laughs> right. he's not a great resource sometimes. Uh, <laughs> all right, final one here, and we'll wrap it up. Uh, let's see which one to go with. Let's let's go with this one. It's kind of similar, maybe to the uh, the voicemail one. Uh, okay. You're going on vacation, and okay. uh, you, you realize you forgot to maybe transfer some money from from one of your accounts to cover you know, the vacation, the cover the vacation travel. Mm. So you email the advisor saying, Hey, I need to move some money from my brokerage account to a specific checking account. Mm. Yeah. Uh, and the okay. advisor's like, Hey, can't do that without verbal confirmation. Uh, you know, can't do that with an email. Kind of back to that other question we had earlier. Can't do it with an email. Need to talk with you on the phone in order to be able to do this. Of course, the client's like, Hey, I'm on a plane. Can't do this. And they're upset <laughs> because they can't get it done. Is the advisor in the right or the wrong here? Naughty or nice? Yeah, so, I mean, I can kind of see why the advisor's not wanting to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's not, you know, that's not, I mean, typically you know someone's email, mm-hmm. okay? I mean, if they're emailing you, and a lot of times you would do, this is kind of a, you're caught, okay? Because, uh, I mean, what if, what if the person did get spot. hacked, right? Like, like Yeah, that's I mean, right. I, I mean, that, low, and identity theft happens it does, all right. the time. So not typically through email like that, but it can. And yeah. so I think the advisor is probably being nice by doing this. It's going to be tough, you know. They're going to be mad It's going to be a hard conversation, yeah, because <laughs> right. they, they are going to be mad. Yeah, Right, at, but at I'm trying point. to protect so, you. Like, I mean, there's, there's um, a chance. Like, right. Just think about how upset you would be had you been hacked, and I didn't get verbal oh, confirmation. Oh, no, yes, that's and right. I transferred ten thousand dollars, and you landed, and saw that you had ten thousand dollars gone. And typically, you know, yeah. it could be the very next day that the the client could get that money anyway. So, and that's you know, my thought after too. The like, conversation, right, right? It's like right. you know, you couldn't you land and make the phone call? I mean, yeah, mm-hmm. it'd be tight. Sure, but it may it may altered your plans just a scooch, but not too that's much. Right. But you'd already paid right. for the tickets. Obviously, you've already you're traveling yeah. kind of thing. No, that's true. And I, I kind of brought this one up because I, I we do see that sometimes in an industry where. Well, in any industry, right? We've we've for years heard that you know customers always right kind of thing, right? And it's yeah. the it's the it's my money conversation, and this is true. You're not the money police. However, you do still have obligations and rules and things that you need to adhere to because you, it is your obligation to protect you know yes what you, the, the money and the That's things right. that you're doing. 
No, that's right. And I think most people will understand that, you know, uh, very well. And so especially with identity theft like it is today. So, um, you know, I think I think they would understand that. And it still would be frustrating, I know, for the client. But it's probably frustrating for the advisor, too. I wish I could do this. I've been trying to call you, you know, 20 (laughs) times and I can't get through to you, you know. Well, and I think that's a it's a nice way of thinking about the difference in, in firm size, too. Right. Because as a boutique firm. Um, right. It's going to be a little easier to, yeah. to manage some yeah. of those, and you just probably knew the client was going to go on a vacation anyway. beforehand. You know, right. that's right. Yeah. That's right. Uh, and, so. and let's be fair. This actually, technically, this is really the client's fault anyway. You forgot. <laughs> yeah. Okay, don't make right. this. Don't make this my that's my right. issue. But that's I think true. when you get into like some of these really large firms or these, um, yeah. You know, kind of brokerage places where you're just a number. It's even more complicated. Yeah, right. Yeah, it does. Uh, and they really do need that, that verification point. because you want to. Mm-hmm. You still want to be protecting yourself because, unfortunately, anything can happen in today's world, right? So it can. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, typically, you know, we have I don't know two or three clients a year typically that has their identity stolen. A lot of times, it's because of just things that they say to someone on the phone, you know, yeah, and they'll, yeah. they'll just give out some information. And so it happens too frequently now. And it does. Uh, so it is, it's on the top of all of our minds because, you know, we don't want to have to go through that process yeah. of, you know, well, this all got messed up because this wasn't you. <laughs> so, well, I tell you what, with that, we'll, we'll end with a little public service announcement. Uh, it is the holidays and we've been seeing, I've been seeing a ton of, of different kind of scams out there. So make sure you yes. are protecting yourself, folks. Uh, there's a lot of retail scams where they're saying, hey, your order can't be sent because That's right. of an issue or your account's been... Click and, here. Yeah, and, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And, yeah, they'll send a tech. I've, I've gotten several text messages saying, yep. uh, your Apple account or your Amazon account was frozen. Click here to you know get it unlocked so that you don't can get click your, on that stuff. Don't click yes. on that stuff, right? Emails or text messages. Yeah, that stuff. Yeah. Anything that you just you know anything like that, just don't click on it. Yeah, see what see happens. It, if it's frozen, it'll it'll yeah not call, work. If you, you see know, it, call the yeah, it. <laughs> then call the company directly yourself and yes, say, hey, I got this. True. And my that's they true. they they do it towards and it's not any age group. They do it to everybody, right? So they do, it's all yeah. across the board. Yeah. My mom's gotten them. She's eighty. I've gotten them. I'm fifty. So yeah, it's all over the place so do yourself a favor make sure yep Yep. make sure you're protecting yourself during the holiday season they always try to ramp this stuff up it seems like they go after the holiday season and tax time right yeah that's right when they ramp people are just thinking about money more during those times i think and just doing more online transactions i think people are just on their computers absolutely so be careful don't get on the naughty or nice list uh or i guess be on the nice list not the naughty list yeah Uh, that's how that'd be good that way santa will come and see you so (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> All right, my friend. Well, thanks for hanging out and playing the game with me. Something simple yeah, just to kind of you. wrap up the podcast this year. Uh, I hope you and the family and all your clients and all our listeners have a fantastic holiday season. And yeah, I look same forward to, to you. Yeah. We hope that also. It's uh, It's been a good year. Even though the market's been down, it's been a good year. We've enjoyed all of our clients this year and, and just uh, just the fun times that we've had together and, and just working with each of them. So it's been good. We've enjoyed good. it. Fantastic. Yeah. Well, we'll be back yeah. with more of The Financial Answer in January. So don't forget to subscribe to the podcast if you've not done so yet. We'd certainly appreciate it if you listen, like enjoy uh, hearing Nathan and I just kind of banter on about various different things. I think we try to provide some, some fun, but also... Also, some good informational nuggets of things to think about when it comes to getting ready or being prepared for and uh, getting to and through retirement. So do us a favor if you enjoy and subscribe to the podcast, The Financial Answer. You can find us on Apple, Google, Spotify, all the major platforms. It's all there at Nathan's website, which we have set up for the podcast. And it also links back around to his main website. Lots of information there at thefinancialanswer.com. That's thefinancialanswer.com. 
and we'll see you in 2023. O'Brien & Associates is a registered advisory firm in Tennessee. This show is intended for information and educational purposes only. Consult with a qualified advisor before taking any action.